Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Feeling a little sick today, so I think I might I think I might sit a lot of this one out. Do you see my face right now? No. I'm, I'm purposely smiling not looking. like so huge right now because uh Mark and I had this discussion this morning that when a man is sick, he has to remind you twenty eight times a day. And he's like, <laughs> Yeah, that's just what I do. And I was like, No, that's like all men when they're sick. Like, sorry guys. You just, I don't yeah. know, you can't handle sickness. It's not and, about uh, handling sickness. I'm, I knew I'm that. I'm reminding myself that I'm sick. <laughs> sure, what I'm doing. Sure. I knew that when you introduced the podcast, you were going to start with, and I'm sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you. Don't give me that look. I'm in trouble now. Okay. Mm. Anyway, hey, everyone. It's Amanda, and we are talking to Dana from Belleville. She's a clinic owner and a massage therapist and acupuncturist. And uh, we asked her to come on and chat with us because we're talking today to a couple of clinic owners about dealing with negative and or fake reviews on Google. And Dana had an experience about a year ago with something like this. So we wanted her to talk about what happened and how she dealt with it and what the outcome was. So before we get into that, Dana, thank you for talking to us on a Saturday morning on the holidays. And thanks for having me. Anytime. And so why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, tell everybody who you are and what you do and what type of clinic you have in Belleville. Sure. So like I said, I'm Dana. We're, we have a clinic called Quinty Mind and Body in Belleville. Quinty is kind of the region that we live in. Um, so we really kind of focus on the biopsychosocial aspect of of treatment and pain in our clinic. So we do a lot of mental health, we do a lot of physical health, um, and work with those together with the body to make sure that there's a complete component to treatment. Um, it's a multidisciplinary because of that. We have psychotherapists, we have other RMTs, um, we teach meditation, we do yoga, we do lots of things that really encompass the full body with treatment. And uh, yeah, we're located in Belleville. And I've been doing it about 11 years now. That sounds Very like a cool, cool setup. Yeah, it sounds good. And you yeah. know what? It just hit me, you know, off mic. I said, I know your name, Dana, but I don't know that you and I have ever met. And now that you say Quinty Mind and Body, I'm like, oh, yeah, I follow all of your social media accounts. So I know exactly <laughs> awesome. who you are. <laughs> it's so fun That's doing awesome. this because now I can match like the person behind behind the Instagram. But yeah, I know exactly who you are. Cool. Cool. So why don't we why don't we dive right in? I don't know if Mark, you want to set this up why we decided to do this series. You do, you do. Okay. You do. He really is sick. I'll I'll have to do the talking. So yeah, we just recently got a review for Con Ed Institute on Google. And like I said to Dana off mic, I'm totally okay with negative reviews. That's going to happen. You know, you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. I understand that. We were just a little taken back by it for one. The name that the review came from is not a name of anyone that's ever taken any one of our courses. So it made us wonder if it was real um, from the beginning. But of course, somebody could have just used a fake name. But the other thing was the content of the review didn't make any sense to me. Because as any of you know, who have taken courses with us, our courses are priced very fairly, I think anyway. And uh, the review said, don't uh, don't take courses from these two. They only care about money. So we were both kind of like, is this even real? You know what else made me think it's not real? Not just because of the person's name. When we responded, there was no response back. As well, on Google, when someone reviews you, you can go check out 
what other reviews they've done. Yeah. And this particular person has done the same thing to a clinic where the clinic's response was, um, you're not a patient of ours. This is not what we do here. The services are incorrect. The, the manner in which you're describing our interaction with our patients is completely incorrect. This is not a real review. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway, it's it's frustrating because, of course, there's going to be people who take that seriously. But like I was saying to Mark when it first happened, as I said, I don't I'm not concerned about this at all because anyone who has taken courses with us knows that this is crazy. But we also have a very different business with continuing education than someone who has a clinic or someone Mm -hmm. who's a practitioner. A negative review can, in those scenarios, be really damaging. Yeah, of course. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. For us, it's a little bit different, but... Mm -hmm. So, Dana, why don't you tell us what happened with your clinic a year ago? Um, So, yeah, pretty much the exact same thing happened to us. We, We... really rely, I mean, Google is where people go to when they want to find a new therapist, a new clinic, they have pain, they're searching for you. That's where they go. And we, up until that moment, held a five-star review across the board. And we were very, that we held that pretty proudly. Mm-hmm. And one day this random review comes on and the content, like you said, was wrong. We didn't offer the services that they were mentioning. It said that they are they were their husband and wife came into the clinic and they just kind of bashed the therapist they bashed what our services were just kind of went on about a rant like that so we of course did respond to it in the same way and like we you know same as you like we were a medical practitioner so we have our database of every patient that's ever walked through our clinic so we went and we searched like who is this person and of course when you get it when you get it like you said you don't mind a negative review when you get those though you as a clinic owner you take those to heart of course and you that your heart kind of sinks a little bit like oh my gosh somebody didn't have a good experience here like we, we want to make it better mm-hmm. so you do your research you check out that person you check out you know did they actually come here maybe they just got the clinic wrong that they're reviewing you look into what you can to make it right and you just come to like there's no we don't know who this person is. We don't know, like, you, you clearly never come here. So what we did in response to that is we just got on and, like, posted, like, this. We posted it on all of our social media platforms. We posted it uh, wherever we could to say this is a fake review. Mm-hmm. And we acknowledged it and we put it out there and we said we said exactly why this is a fake review. We don't know where in the world they are. They've never set foot in our clinic. They could be in Abu Dhabi for all we know, right? Right. Just on, just on some platform that they want to take down some businesses for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did, and we did a little video and the response that we got was unbelievable because like, as you're sitting here saying exactly what these people are saying about your courses, I've been to Con Ed and I've taken some, some courses and as a customer of your business, I know that that review isn't right, right? Or they just had some silly mishap, and that wasn't my experience with your company. Mm-hmm. So your your customers know your quality of work, they know your care that you give, and they know that your standard that you hold your clinic to. So they all got a lot of our our patients got online and just kind of, you know, completely bash that fake review out of the water and just said how great we are. They, they, they talked about their experience they had with us, um, what therapists they see, why they go back. Um, and it was, the outcome that we had of them, well, we, we turned it into something extremely positive. Mm-hmm. And it was, a, it was a great response, honestly. Like, it worked out. It, it still, you know, hurts you 
online and it still has an impact for sure as a business, but we turn it into something really positive, which is really cool. Which is exactly what I think you should do. I mean, we teach marketing and that's one of the things we say is you're going to get negative reviews when you are out there and you're online in digital space, anyone can say anything. So negative reviews will happen, but the way to deal with them, the first thing is make sure you respond. You know, you don't want to be hiding from a negative review. So we went on immediately and said, you know, sorry that you had a negative experience. Please contact us so we can discuss this. And like Mark said, there was no response to that. You know, we tried to reach out to this person, if it's a real person, to find out what's the issue here, what happened, and they didn't respond. So that, you know, that tells me something. Um, And the other thing is we teach people, clinic owners, um, is flood the negative with positive. You know, there are people who would love to recommend you and review you, and sometimes they don't think of it. So if if you get negative reviews, Make sure you tell your people, the people who know what you do and who have a positive experience at your place, you know, give us a review on Google. And majority of people are pretty intelligent. And if they're online and they're looking through reviews and they see, you know, 25 positive reviews and two negative reviews, you know, those are likely two possibly bitter people that maybe had a bad day or whatever. And, you know, when I see things like that on TripAdvisor, there's always going to be negative reviews, but I look at the number of negative reviews versus the number of positive reviews and how the company responded. You know, like if I'm seeing that the company's getting confrontational or, you know, being sort of petty online with the the customer that's writing the negative review, that's a red flag for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think what you guys did was really classy. But it's not just classy. I I like how you came on and you you kind of did a video talking about it as well. So it's it wasn't just it wasn't just try to bury it with positive reviews, but it was confront it. Mm-hmm. put it out there yeah. say this is what has happened was there any reservation in doing that did you have to like deliberate hard on like do we really want to put this out there and like show this is what happened or do we just want to kind of bury it um probably at the time there was some reservation but not enough to stop me from doing it because i didn't want people to look at that and think like that was a real response mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i didn't want my customers looking at that and saying oh they had this negative experience there um, so for me, it was just, no, let's, let's put this out there. And also being a businesswoman in a smaller community as Belleville, um, and I'm, I'm a part of a lot of business organizations and we stand for like supporting each other. So if I also want to put it out there for, for that platform as well to say, as a business owner, this is really, really affects your business. And I wanted to put it out there. So other business owners may do the same. And then that, that kind of creates this this barrier that now these fake reviews have to cross, the more and more people kind of put them out there and say, this is bad and like confront it and not just allow them to do it, then that makes it more harder for them. And then people also will acknowledge that as a customer as well. Right. And it allows them to kind of open their mind to say, yes, this is, you know, user discretion. Do you think that that's a real review or do you think that that's a legitimate review? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I liked the idea of doing the video Initially, when um, when we got the fake review, Mark said to me, should I post this? And I kind of sat there for a minute and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, I liked the idea, um, as Mark said, of you doing the video. And when we initially got our fake review, 
he said to me, should I post this? Because he had remembered what you did and he liked that response. So actually, you kind of gave us the idea. But we also like, post negative stuff. Well, yeah, we I post mean, negative stuff. But on the, on, he's in a mic on the, the podcast, time. it's a different story. I mean, yeah. that doesn't, the negative reviews on a podcast don't hinder us at all. They actually help our listenership. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Especially because the negative reviews on the podcast are typically about the language, which only offends <laughs> a certain population, right? You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of people who don't mind that we say fuck here and there. So it's okay. Um, but yeah, when he when he suggested that we post it, I paused for a minute and I was like, okay, let me try to think what what are the positives, what are the negatives positives of us posting this fake review? And I couldn't, I, I don't know why I had reservations because I couldn't really think of a negative. I was like, you know, it, it doesn't hurt us to put it out there because majority of people, as you said, like your people and your customers, and they know the quality of your clinic and, you know, the people that have taken courses with us know the quality of our courses. I knew that right away people would come to our defense, but I also had reservations about posting it because I didn't want people to think that like this was really negatively affecting me. As you said, you know, I, I took it to heart a little bit, but it wasn't that I needed the validation. It was that I felt like this is so wrong because this is so not us. Like we put our like heart and soul into Con Ed, you know, this is not us. We would never be just in it for the money. You know, I feel like we go above and beyond so often, you know, if students didn't get something and they want to stay back after a course, we stay right. back with them. You know, we are constantly getting emailed um, with past students who have questions about some of the material. We respond to them. We've had students um, email us back saying, you know, can you help me with that? You know, like, I just feel like the amount of ongoing support we provide for people, I was really shocked at at the review. So I wanted, I did want it to be out there, but I didn't want people to think that they needed to come to our defense. Does that make sense? Right. Absolutely. And yeah. that's exactly why we did not do it in that intention either. Mm -hmm. We did it for that reason too. Like you said, confront that, put it out there, make sure anybody who ever sees this, because I also, I did contact Google to, to say like, hey, this is a big review to see what they, if they could take it down. But if that didn't happen, I wanted to make sure for anybody in the future to, when they see that, that they saw that that was a fake review. And that was my only intention. Mm -hmm. And then what happened after that with all of our, our customers came on and and just kind of, you know, bashed it with, you know, made it a positive thing, which was amazing. And that was so we did another video on that thanking them because we didn't expect that. It, that wasn't the expectation from doing that at all. So but it was a, you know, a really beautiful thing to see come out of that such a negative because it does it really kind of pulls you down. And I think when what what one reservation would be if to to post that negative review, you're kind of as you as the clinic owner, it puts you in a vulnerable state, I think, to do that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And you you don't always love to do that. And you don't love to put out there that somebody and you don't know, like maybe somebody could come back and it was a real review. And for some reason, you know what I mean? Like, oh, the blue, something crazy happened and it was a real review, whether they got the business wrong or whatever. Um, but you just wanted to make sure it was out there and that everyone knew that it wasn't this was wrong toward this specific business. Yeah. And like you said, it it could have been a, a real review. You know, there was somebody that commented on one of our social media posts about the review and said, maybe this person used a fake name, you know, and they gave us a suggestion, you know, maybe giving people a voice. And so I responded back like, you're absolutely right. It could be a real review. Maybe somebody did have a negative experience, but we do always give course evaluations at the end of our courses that are anonymous to let people have a voice. And, you know, they can tell us what they thought about things. And the course evaluations, like unanimously come back 
with really, really great feedback. Like we get really good testimonials. So I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm a little confused. But, you know, maybe they didn't want to write something on the course evaluation. So still, I wasn't discounting the idea that it could have been fake until, you know, not to sound like a broken record, when we responded, there was no response back. Like that to me says, you don't really care that much. Exactly. Yeah. And I believe that was the same experience with us. I did respond to them to say like, you know, I kind of reached out to them to say, hey, you know what? Sorry, you felt this way. Sorry, you had this experience. I can't find yourself. I, I responded in a way that was like, give me more information. Yes, right? yes. Mm-hmm. That's what we did as give well. Give me more information. On what to, and, and then again, I don't think I got anything back. So, yeah. Yeah, that was exactly our response. Our response was, we can't seem to find your name on any attendance list. Can you tell us what course you took? We can look into this. When you contacted Google, what was their response when you suggested that there was a fake review? Honestly, there wasn't much. <laughs> there wasn't much response. Because someone, someone suggested that to me as well. They, they said, contact Google, they'll remove fake reviews. And that's not something I wanted to do, to be honest with you. I, I wanted to keep it there, but I'm just curious okay. as to what Google's response was. I think I did it like through their through their process that you do it and I wrote them an email and everything and uh, you get that typical okay well we're looking into it mm-hmm. um, I don't know if I ever got a follow-up to be honest and I didn't really search into it after that because once it's kind of gone on we dealt with it yeah. it became something positive I just kind of moved on from it mm-hmm. um, and forgot to even kind of go back into it to be honest so mm-hmm. yeah. but that shows it wasn't really a huge impactful thing either and it's funny because you forget it's there because you just kind of go on and you know, social media gets pushed down so much day by day. And uh, customers will call the clinic to book in new customers and they'll actually say, I want to come to you because I've read so many good things about you online. I've read how many great reviews you had. I've also seen that fake one, by the way, um, and good on you guys. Right on. So that's a really cool experience to see. It's like, okay, cool. I'm glad then that really made me happy in how we dealt with it. And we put it out there and we addressed it. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. There's no point in hiding from it. Put it out there and, you know, your your customers spoke for your business and it hasn't mm-hmm. affected you and you've been able to move on until we decided to dredge it all up a year later and make you talk about it on air. <laughs> <laughs> We're jerks like that, huh? No, no, it's good. This, this, this is part of business, right? You're you're going you're gonna to encounter these things and you have to endure them and turn them into positive things if you can. And if not, endure them and go through them. Yeah, absolutely. It's just, it's really disheartening to me that somebody would want to tear down a small business, you know, like what you want to go on and give a bad review to like Amazon because you weren't happy with the service. Fine. It's not going to hurt them in any way, Mm. but to do that to like a small family owned business. Why? Why? Why do you got to yeah. ruin everyone's life, Grinch? I don't get I it. Know. And, and that's what that's kind of what runs through your mind when you're reading this. It's like, first of all, who like who are who is this person, and why why did they choose this specific clinic that is so small in comparison to like like you said Amazon, right? Mm-hmm. And why is the intent out there? And but um, and I got that response from some other local business owners, and they kind of reached out to me when I did the video too, and they said this has happened to us too. Um, you know, it's disheartening when that does happen and it does, they don't maybe realize the effect that it does have on a small business when that's how people find you. That's especially, there's certain generations too that, that only we go to Google reviews when we want a product, a service, 
uh, company to go to. We're looking for anything, any information. We go to Google and we read reviews. And we do our research before we purchase anything or go anywhere because we want to make, because it's all out there. That's why it's out there for your knowledge and to educate yourself first before you step through those doors or buy that product. Absolutely. And that's, you know, that's why getting a negative review can really hurt a small business. I want to ask you guys what you think about this. So I was discussing this uh, possibly fake review that Con Ed got with uh, another RMT colleague. And she said, well, you guys had a five-star review before. She said, I don't know if that's good for your business either. I think that people want to see some of the negatives and where the downfalls are. And they look for the fours or four and a halves to see where people can improve. And I was like, huh, interesting. interesting. What do you think yeah. about that? It is, it is an interesting intake. Um, I mean, like I said, we held a five star review before too, and I was proud to keep that five star review. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't feel bad. Yeah, I was proud. I did. I didn't feel bad about that. Yeah, and that everybody that reviewed your business wants to say something positive about it. I don't think that's a bad thing. No, I don't think a four point eight or a four point nine is bad either. Right. (laughs) Right. Um, But we'll say, example for like a product, if something has a three star versus a four star versus a five star, I'm looking at the five star first. Right. Yeah. And I'm reading those reviews and I'm looking at it first and I'm seeing obviously everybody who's bought this is really happy with it. And yes, a negative review isn't bad if they give you a four or four and a half or whatever. Maybe that's just one specific personal preference that they had. And that's fine. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people can read those reviews and use their discretion to say, would that matter to me or not? Yeah. You were going to say something, Mark? What do you think? I actually don't read reviews on services. I don't really care about reviews on services. I care about reviews on products and I only care about reviews on products when they talk about the functionality of the product. Right. Not not even like, I like this product or I don't like this product. It's more like, what does this product do? Does it do it well? Or do they feel it does it well? That, But when it comes to services, I actually don't even care about reviews. Because yeah, services can be quite subjective. I mean, we've talked about this for before sure. as well. Like the whole idea of when you are going to apply for a massage therapy job and doing an active interview, we've discussed pros and cons and you know why some people like it, why they don't. And, you know, a big con for me is always that massage can be subjective. So as long as the person who's receiving the sample treatment to decide if this therapist is right for the clinic, as long as they're doing it in a way that they're just looking to see, you know, that you do proper draping and that, the you know, you're, treat, you're focused on what you're doing. And, you know, it's, it's not about do I like this massage or not, because that's, right. that's a subjective thing, right? Absolutely. And I think that's what people kind of got on to you and review when they kind of give the positive reviews they say the clinic is very professional it's clean it's a great environment to be a part of it's welcoming it's like things that people would maybe care about their experience yeah besides the actual therapy itself because yeah every single person that comes into our treatment room has a different experience because of the different injury that we're treating right right so that is absolutely subjective to that for sure but the typical things that everybody would care about like cleanliness like professionalism that one, I think, would, would make an impact. Yeah, uh, that was the only, I don't know if I've discussed this before, when you just said cleanliness, that was the only one time I took um, feedback to heart. We take such good care of this place. Like we have our, we there's cleaners in the building that clean all the units, right? But we have our own vacuum. We have our own cleaning supplies and we clean ourselves because we want to make sure it's done properly. And uh, one weekend I was teaching a course here and somebody wrote on the feedback, your floor needs to be vacuumed. And I was like, oh, what? 
like, I cleaned so much. What do you mean? And I was like, did I forget to vacuum? And honestly, like that hurt me more than this negative review. So I was like, man, that's something I take pride in and that this place is clean. Like, what do you mean my floor needs a vacuum? And by the way, to yeah. the guy that wrote that, you you kept me up at night a little bit, just so you know. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's funny. The little things as a visitor that would drive you nuts. Oh, yeah. It drove me crazy. Afterwards, I was like, we have to make sure we vacuum like first thing before every course. So there's no dust, nothing on the floor. Like, I can't believe somebody said the floor needs a vacuum because, like I said, I'm I'm over the top when it comes to cleanliness. So I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Actually, um, I went into a massage therapy clinic. Uh, it was probably about a year ago. I won't name the clinic because that's just not nice. And I wouldn't have written a negative Google review. But that is something I noticed. I went into the clinic and when I went in, um, I had been running errands before uh, before I was supposed to be there. So I went in and I asked them to use their washroom and it was filthy. It was not like a public mm-hmm. washroom, you know, in a building. It was the actual clinic washroom and the floors were dirty and there was paper all over. And I was like, oh boy, yeah, this is not good. Not for a mm-hmm. not for a clinic. So it almost it almost sounds like your negative review turned out to be a super positive thing. Yeah. I mean, you got a flooding of positive reviews on Google that you know what might not have happened unless you had this negative fake review. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. and that that's why we kind of made that follow up video to say, hey, thanks for everyone who got on here and thanks for the support. Whether it was just a comment or they went on and actually did a good review for us and gave us a five star rating after that, or or whatever it was. And um, it was it was very cool to see that response in our community kind of back us up on this thing because, number one, as a business owner, as a clinic owner, but also as a therapist, and you care about what you do and you put your heart and soul into every day that you're in that clinic. And for somebody who probably doesn't even know where your clinic is or what you do, yeah. right, wanted to write something negative about you. And that's just Unfortunately, the world we live in today, there are some negative acts that happen and you just have to deal with them the best you can. And we we really were very lucky to have such a good support system behind us for that. After having this review, are you guys a lot more mindful as to like how you interact with people, how you operate, or is it just business as usual because business as usual was good from before? Um, I don't think it really truly affected us because we knew it wasn't real. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't do the things that they said. And uh, number one, we didn't offer the services they <laughs> complained about. Um, but it probably does make it, it made, it made me more aware of Google reviews. I'll, I'll put it in that term. It made me pay attention to it a little bit more. And I'm very responsive now to all of our Google reviews to just even thank them for going on and doing that and taking the time to do that. We make sure that we're responsive to them. But as far as in the clinic, I don't think it changed anything as what we do because we, we already hold ourselves to high standards, right? And we, we make sure that every person that walks through that door is getting high quality treatment and an experience and what they're there for, if not more than what they expected to come for. Well, yeah, you already had a five-star review. So obviously you guys were doing something great and somebody uh, for whatever reason wanted to wreck that, but you know what? They ended up helping you. So they did. Yeah. So thank (laughs) you, fake reviewer. Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. Fake reviewer that tried to ruin our lives. Just made it better. (laughs) Exactly. And I think that's good. Like, even when clinic patients come in and they, um, like you said, if there was like that dirty washroom and maybe you can just like say something to that, if you know the owner or the therapist exactly. that you're seeing at the time and just like to make a little mention like, hey, I noticed this is because they might, maybe that just, ha- I don't know, like the experience. Well, and that's like, the thing is maybe they didn't know. And if you, yeah. you know, 
I do, like I said, I'm not somebody to go on and write really like you would have to really, really do something really terrible for me to go online and slander your business. I just wouldn't do that. And I think it's part of because I am a business owner and I just I don't see the purpose in that. You know, like like you said, you're in Belleville. You get there's a bunch of small businesses and you guys all try to support each other. If you heard something about one of the other business owners or you saw something, you would likely just talk to the the owner and say, you know, hey, maybe you should pay attention to this or somebody said this. Try to help them. Why are you trying to wreck them for something so silly? But exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Some people's children. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? Right. Yeah, Although I did want to talk. I did want to talk about a really funny um, speaking of reviews when I'd said if the company responds negatively, I had hired a company uh, like an entertainment company to come to my daughter's second birthday party. And when I hired them, I didn't like go on and look at a bunch of reviews. I just, you know, they came up on Google and their star rating was pretty good. I think it was like a four, four and a half, whatever. So I hired them to do like a character birthday party. Anyway, after I had already hired them, paid the deposit, somebody said to me, well, did you read the reviews? Because some of those places have pretty shitty reviews. I was like, oh, no, I didn't. So I went back on, I started reading the reviews. And there were a lot of positives, but there were a lot of negatives. And I got suddenly very terrified because the negative reviews turned into full on online battles. Like the owners of the company were coming back like, that's not true. That's not what happened. You're making up lies and I was like oh oh somebody please tell these business owners to stop (laughs) fighting with their customers online there is a better way to do this so I mean everything worked out for us they showed up they showed up on time they did a good job I had no issue but I actually good. did oh, tell uh, them. The guy didn't smell too good. Yeah, okay. He smelled, <laughs> smelled a little bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think if you uh, work in children's entertainment and you're a smoker, please be mindful that you're coming Ooh, into yeah. a children's birthday party smelling like smoke. But I mean, otherwise, we had a pretty good experience. And I did tell them at the end, like, you guys might want to talk to whoever's in charge of your um, online presence that uh, stop fighting with the customers online. And I I just told them that, you know, yeah, it's not a good look for you. You guys did a good job and you probably have a lot of happy customers. But if I had read the reviews before, I would have seen a lot of red flags. Why are you fighting with people online? Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm I'm of the same mindset with you is I I don't I don't think I've ever given anybody a bad review online like you really have to do a terrible job or some sort of misconduct for me to like go on and give a bad review. Mm-hmm. But what I will do is I will talk to the the owner or whoever I'm dealing with and make sure that they I I'm heard and this is like unacceptable For sure. in that way because I feel like that's impactful as a business owner I would respect that mm-hmm. and I would want to hear that. So I feel like that's maybe where why I do it that way and I'll give you an example I I um last year around this time I got I got married so I was looking at wedding dresses and I bought two wedding dresses from two different companies. And one company, amazing to deal with. Absolutely. They're both local and I, I won't mention the names, but one was amazing to deal with. Such a great time. Maybe experience what you would hope it to be. The other one, terrible experience. Lost by dress. Oh blamed it on something else. Didn't get the dress until like two weeks before. And it was me hounding them to get this done and made an experience extremely stressful and then blamed everything on everything else but themselves and wouldn't take ownership of, hey, yeah, we messed up. Well, and that's the thing is most reasonable people can understand that 
errors happen. You know, if you can own it and say, I'm so sorry, you know, we'll do everything we can to fix it. We'll make sure that you have your dress and whatever, then you probably would have been a, you know, a a decently satisfied customer. They made a mistake, but they're fixing it. But yeah, like throwing the blame on everybody and not owning up to the fact that you fucked up. It just, yeah. it makes you look just that much less credible. It just, it just makes your customer that much more frustrated yeah. because now I'm dealing with your lies that you're feeding me. Mm-hmm. Just give me what, just give me my products that I paid for, right? I know <laughs> all that, all, all Mark wants to ask you right now. <laughs> if I'm see. a guy, I don't understand it. Tell me about the two, <laughs> two wedding dresses. You should have seen his face. As soon as he said, I bought two wedding dresses. He looked at me like two wedding is this, dresses. Is this Why? A, is this a thing? I don't know. I'm a dude. I don't know. Is this a thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, yeah it's some some girls do it but for me it was i just fell in love with two dresses and i wanted it now it was a new year's eve wedding so Ooh. i had a really kind of glamorous one and then i had a more simple winter one. Oh, so your anniversary is coming totally, up in two seconds it is. Ah, yeah. happy anniversary yeah. thank you thank you yeah so it, it's just really it's just me being a girly girl with all this <laughs> i just like dresses and a little one time to go all out when i'm gonna do it yeah for sure but yeah that was the experience with that and i didn't you know even in my mind i was like man this i am gonna go online i'm gonna do a bad review because like future brides need to know that this specific company was terrible to deal with and that's extra stress that you don't need at that time of of your life Mm -hmm. and but I didn't I ended up not doing it I just really voiced it to the owner over and over again I said you this is unacceptable you need to fix this you know what if this happened had you just told me this you know, stop blaming and everything else, I would have been much more receptive to it. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, like I, you know, I've been very patient with you through this whole experience, but, you know, you pushed the limit now and you have made me extremely, and, and I didn't go online and do it. And I'm actually surprised at myself for not going on and doing a negative review, but I think it's just, voicing that to the the and hopefully she changes it and you know what if she doesn't then that's on the company and it's just gonna that's how they do business and that's it right yeah and they're gonna go down on their own um and what if you had only bought one wedding dress and it was that one you would have been losing your shit (laughs) so this is good that was my point to them that was my point and they didn't know that this is my second dress Mm. they had no idea and i went in there and this was like at least 10 months before my wedding that I bought this dress. Yeah, so they should have had that dress. Oh boy. Mark was about to say that I had two wedding dresses, but I think what he's forgetting is we had two weddings. I didn't just buy two wedding dresses. We had two weddings. I couldn't wear the same so that's dress just, twice. That's just double extreme then. Yeah, we're, we're extreme. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Two the weddings. one time in life you can't go overboard. Yeah, and I'm so not a girly girl. But like you said, the one time I was like, well, it's I'm allowed to be right now. So yeah, I'm going to have two different dresses. And I think I wore the same shoes at both weddings. So that's pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) So anything else we want to talk about? Yeah. So we've already done it through the conversation, but maybe give out some step-by-step points on what is a good way to handle either a fake review or a negative review. Um, First of all, I would do your research on it. Make sure when you're reading that review, go through all the content of it, go into your databases, you know, research who this person is, reach out to your other therapist or whoever else you have in your business and you know, talk to them to say, would you have any idea where this came from? Mm -hmm. Um, Just to make sure that you are, before you blast anything or you put anything out there that you're confronting this, you want to make sure you're right, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, that would be my number one. Do your research on it. Make sure it is a, a fake review before anything. And then address it. Address it in a very professional manner. Address it in a way that works for your business. 
and for what you hold your standards to and in a way that will reach your audience if however you want the outcome. Don't do it for an outcome. I shouldn't do that way. Don't do it for, you know, how we kind of got a great response from it and it came into a positive thing. That was just the outcome of how we dealt with it. Mm -hmm. So deal with it in a professional manner. Um, maybe reach out to this individual person. If you find it is an actual person that's been to your business, reach out to them in a professional way and just say, hey, you know what? I want to know more about it. Why did you have this terrible experience? Typically, as a business owner, you're going to want to make that experience better and reach out to them and at least apologize that they did have a genuine bad experience yeah. and understand why they did. Like you said with um, the dresses, make make the person aware that okay, something happened, you're not satisfied, let's talk yeah. about it, let me see if I can fix it. Absolutely. And then, yeah, handle it in the way that that comes. And then be responsive. If you have a really good positive outcome or something positive happens because of what you did or even there's support behind you, be responsive to that as well. And always put your energy into the positive versus the negative. And, and that is going to give you that much back in terms of that way. It's going to, it's going to make something really good. And that's how we dealt with it. And I think going back to the dress story, that's what I did too. I went back to that other company that I had an amazing experience with and I did positive Google reviews for them and I went above and beyond and how many times can I review them on Facebook, on Instagram, on, you know, their Google and give them a five-star review because they were so great to deal with and she deserves that response, right? Yeah. I think that's what we need more of is people, people seem to be really quick to jump online and write a negative review. I think yeah. that all of us, you know, especially as people who own small businesses, if you have a good experience at another person's business, take the two minutes that it will that it will take you and go online and give them a positive review. Because if they yeah. did a really great job, the only way that people are going to know about that is if we are letting people know about that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's easy to do. It's easy to Google them. You'll find them. There's a little button to review them. And you don't even have to say anything, just a little five star or four star, whatever you think is fair for them, put it on there and, and let it be. And it's, it's, it's very impactful, especially for small businesses. Mm -hmm. um, and I think as RMTs, I think even if you don't own your business or not, you, we kind of have some independency in, in some way in, in your, in your practice. And it's, you know, people would really um, appreciate that. And I know, like, I think of yourself as how much you'd appreciate that. So to do that for somebody else is really impactful. Yeah, definitely. I actually, I'm now feeling very guilty. I went to <laughs> Canadian Tire, not a small business, but I went to Canadian Tire uh, about a month ago to buy a new vacuum. Maybe it was more than a month ago. Anyway, and there was a very, very helpful sales associate there helping me. Like I, this this woman's knowledge of vacuums kind of blew me away. I'm like, how, how does anybody just know this much about vacuums? Like she knew every feature of every vacuum. She knew the ratings. She knew, anyway. <laughs> so she like literally gave me like- She's a, into vacuums. Yeah, she gave me like a, a quick education on vacuums that day. So she helped me pick the vacuum based on what I told her I needed. And when I was done, I said, okay, can I get your name? Like, do you guys work on commission? I, I you know, you were really, really helpful. She goes, no, but you can go online and give me a positive Google review. And yeah. I actually just realized I never did that. I forgot. I need to go back and do that because she was honestly <laughs> like, yes, it's, it's Canadian Tire. It's a big company. But her personally, as the sales associate, like she really was good at her job. And I, I should have mm -hmm. gone on and given her that credit because I'm sure the company would be happy to see that they have they have good staff there. Yeah. And it's it's an, it's 
it's a feel-good moment for yourself, too. And I did, thinking your, your story just reminded me of, we had a little small renovation done in our clinic uh, in the fall here. And I just did a little post, hey, this is what's going on in the clinic, tagged the company, said what a great job they're doing. And their head office down in Florida saw the post, and all those guys got raises. Oh, and all see, those guys it's so a little nice. Bonus because we said what a great job they're doing. And like that, the impact that you can have from a positive review is is sometimes you don't know what happens and it's such a it's just good to do if it's it's genuine good service or a product you know it doesn't take any time to do a little post like that yeah for sure I think that would be that would be what we should all do for 2020 let's try to help each other and support (laughs) other people's businesses more you know like if you are if you're the business owner supporting the other businesses it in the end is going to work out in a positive for you anyway because then you've got all these other businesses who are really grateful to you and, you know, they'll return the favors. Absolutely. See, just be a good, good human. Too, right? Yeah, just exactly. be a yeah. good human. Oh, that theme's coming back. Don't be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick. But I tried to make it more positive <laughs> since we're, you know, not doing negatives today. We're oh, doing okay. positives. Gotcha, Instead gotcha. of don't be a dick, be a good human. <laughs> gotcha. Be a, human. Be, a, be a non-dick. You're too much. I I'm can't sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. That's why. Oh, yeah. It's because you're sick. That was the 29th time he's told me today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It creates a really good relationship with you and that company as well, I feel like. Mm-hmm. If you do a good response um, or people that, you know, maybe people that follow my clinic maybe need those services of that person that I posted about. So that's going to be their top of mind when they think of somebody too. Like, oh, Dana had a really good experience with this company. I need that. Let's reach out to them. That's 100% um, how I find people. Most of the time it's like if I'm looking for some sort of product or service or whatever, the first part of my research is talking to the people I already know who have used these types of products and services. Like, what did you think of this place? Would you use them again? Like, that's definitely. Mm-hmm. Mark's like, no, not me. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm weird like that. Yeah, but you like you said, you do a lot of research when it comes to products. I see you reading reviews on reviews on reviews when you're going to buy something. Yeah, yeah, sort of. <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> anyway, I think I think this has been really good and really helpful for any any small business owners, clinic owners. If you get a negative review, like Dana said, number one, acknowledge it, respond, uh, do your research on it, make sure that a that it's real. And if it is real, make an attempt to reach out to that person and find out what the concern was. And maybe there is an easy way to fix it. Maybe they were really upset about something and maybe it was a misunderstanding. A clinic I worked at a while back um, had a negative review. And when we uh, looked up the client's name, it was a real client. She had only been in once, but the review didn't make sense. She said the therapist had long nails and was scratching me. I know the particular (laughs) therapist she saw. Definitely not. Like 100% not. Um, But something made her go on and write that because she legitimately did come into the clinic and she did see this therapist. So why was she so upset to go on Google and say, don't go see this person? She had long nails and she scratched me. So, you know, we responded back with, you know, so sorry that you had a negative experience. We'd like to talk to you more about this. Can you give us a call? And we left the clinic phone number on the review. She didn't call us. The clinic owner gave her a day or so. She didn't call. So the clinic owner reached out to her and said, you know, let talk to me what happened and it was able to be resolved in a very professional and peaceful way yeah and that's how it should be handled right Mm -hmm. acknowledge that negative reviews aren't always going to be a bad negative experience Mm -hmm. you it's it's a learning experience for your clinic you should genuinely want to know why this person wanted to review that way like you said it could be anything it could be just a personal preference thing 
It could be they're just in a really bad, grouchy moment in their their day and nothing would have made them happy in that moment. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like reach out to them and make it better. And, you know, whatever you can do to make it better is going to just turn around. And then that that patient that you may have lost might turn into a lifelong patient of yours because you did that and reached out to them. Yeah, for sure. Well, this has been very helpful, Dana. So are you going to say something, Mark? Is that hard to do if you feel just fucking angry? <laughs> uh, it depends on the experience, right? I mean, if there's, there's definitely patients, I would say that do push the limits for you. Absolutely. And, you know, there's nothing you can do to make them happy. And then I think as a therapist, you just have to use your discussion that moment then, right? Because <laughs> I find it very difficult to be diplomatic when I'm fucking angry. Well, it's also depends on the person. Like uh, we had a discussion yesterday actually about how um, like certain things that maybe would really piss him off don't bother me so much. You know, it's it's different kind of people. And I saw this guy online. He is a um, non-binary, I shouldn't say he then, sorry, they are non-binary model. And um, apparently they were getting hate mail from parents who felt that uh, they were a negative role model for their children, you know, because you're not choosing a gender and this is confusing the kids and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. And this person, it was like the classiest thing I've ever seen, responded to every single parent in like the nicest, calmest way. Like if I were that person, I might have been, I might have been pretty upset. Like these parents were saying really hateful things like you're a freak, what's wrong with you, you're a pervert, whatever, all the things you can imagine. And they responded with, you know, it's nice to know that there's still parents that are so involved in their kids' lives and that you care so much. Why are you really upset? You know, tell me about your son, daughter, whoever. And majority of them turned into the parents actually thanking this person for being so open and helping them in how to talk to their kids about this. And right. I just thought it was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think it's a anything that you bring personal preference into is going to have both sides, right? Both yeah. sides will be debated and there's not a right and a wrong with a lot of situations. Um, there's a right in your mind, but that's a wrong in somebody else's mind. And that's okay. And you just have to approach it in that manner, I believe, and just kind of be very neutral when you're addressing this stuff and try and understand their side of things. And you do don't have to agree with it, but just mm -hmm. understand where they're coming from and then just kind of come from a mutual aspect when you when you deal with the negative stuff. Yeah. And yeah, maybe don't talk to them when you're still angry. Yeah, that's pretty grown exactly. up. Yeah. Give yourself some time to calm down for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are grown ups. <laughs> <laughs> you're a grown up too sometimes, Mark. Sometimes. <laughs> anyway, Dana, thank you so much. This has been very helpful. And as I mentioned to you, we're going to have another person on talking about dealing with negative reviews. So um, both of these episodes will probably come out soon. And hopefully it helps other therapists and clinic owners know what to do if this does happen. Absolutely. I hope it uh, hope it helps some others. And, and like I said, it looks like if it empowered you guys to do that, that's awesome. And that's one of the motives I did for doing those videos and addressing that was because as a business owner, it's really impactful. So that's really cool to hear on my end that that was, I had a little bit of a small impact on you guys and how you dealt with it. And that's exactly what I wanted to do is like, Hey, you know what? We're all going to deal with this. This is something that we can do and let's, let's kind of stop this and nip it in the butt when it happens. Cool. Cool. Right on. Well, thanks for hanging out with us this morning. It's been good. Cool. Thanks for having me on guys. Right on. You guys have been listening to two massage therapists in a microphone. Peace.